Hi, this is Brian Colon, the game designer who helped create games like Rampage and Arch Rivals and Xenophobe and Pigskin and many other early, what are sometimes called classic games. And you are listening to Atari Bytes. Welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill. This is episode 169. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody. Well, we did another one. Two years in a row. Midwest Gaming Classic is in the books for 2019. I am just fresh off of a work day after returning from a long, busy, and fun weekend. I know I saw some of you there, uh, and it was great to see you. I think I might have made a few new fans, or at least potential fans. Anyone that I met over the weekend who is just now learning about the podcast, if you're listening, welcome aboard. Hopefully you'll stick around. Well, But we'll get into all that in a minute. First, I have been away so long, a week, uh, since the last recording, I've missed my good friend. What has my buddy Mike been up to? Gonna prove that the world is flat in his rocket ship, or else he'll go splat. He's Mad Mike Hughes. Mad Mike Hughes. Nothing new on MadMikeHughes.com. Of course, the Flat Earth Exit the Matrix Expo is drawing ever closer. May 25th and 26th in Las Vegas. Nevada, in case you were confused. Two-day convention hosted by Mad Mytheus and featuring speakers on a variety of full red pill topics, including Flat Earth. Let's see. I think one other time I looked at this, they were not sure about the list of speakers, and as I'm looking at now, yeah, they're still not sure. List of speakers is yet to be determined. That just uh, just adds a little extra ex- uh, suspense to the proceedings, I guess. Over there on Twitter, at this is Rocketman, as always, not to be confused with Rocket Man, the Elton John biopic. Three days ago, as I record this, there's a quote from Neil deGrasse Tyson on whether the Earth is flat. Quote, Laws of physics favor the sphere. Close quote. Alright. So are they conceding that the Earth is not flat? I don't quite understand the point of that post. Ah, and then if you go to their Instagram page, there's a longer quote attributed to Tyson. We have video from space of the rotating spherical Earth. The Earth is round. All right, then. On that definitive note, I guess, let's close the book on this week in Mad Mike Hughes. Gonna prove that the world is flat in his rocket ship, or else he'll go splat. He's Mad Mike Hughes. Mad Mike Hughes. We got voicemails while we were away. Actually, to be honest, it came in before uh, we left town. Uh, I was just not able to get into the episode until this week. Jim 
a first-time caller, and he has thoughts. Here are some of them. Hi, Bill. It's Jim. First-time caller, long-time listener, or long-time listener, first-time caller, however you want to take that. Love the show. It's awesome. It's great. Uh, needs more Henry. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Well, let me uh, let me comment on that. Oh, wait. Sorry. What's that, Jim? Wait for the beat. Leave your name and number at the sound. Oh, sorry, Bill. Hey, it's Jim again. Hey, I just want to let you know that message was for the Atari Bytes podcast, a fantastic podcast. But it does need more Henry. Thanks again. Bye again. No, no, that's okay, Jim. I understood that you were talking about uh, Atari Bytes. Thanks for clarifying that, though. Uh, I realized I did cheat. I only have one phone number for It's a Podcast, Charlie Brown, and Atari Bytes. It ain't cheap to do a podcast, friends, so you gotta, you gotta save your pennies where you can. Also, I have enough numbers in my life to remember, whether they're passwords or account numbers or phone numbers or something. So I just went ahead and used the same number. But uh, your point is pretty simply, uh, Henry is really the reason that you listen to this podcast. You didn't say that exactly, but I get the tone. I hear it all the time. Henry, my occasional randomly appearing co-host, is my kid. He is uh, a force of nature unto himself, whatever that means. And uh, and I do like it when he comes uh, to the show. But, you know, he's nine, and he kind of has the attention span of, well, you know, a nine-year-old. So... Uh, he just kind of has to be in the mood to uh, to show up for the show, but I suspect you will hear from him again soon. But you know, thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for the nice comments. Uh, keep listening, because uh, you never know. Henry might show up. And that, I think, is it for news this week. So, uh, the big news in my podcasting life is was Midwest Gaming Classic uh, at the Wisconsin Center in Milwaukee. Second year I've been there. Uh, I don't know offhand how many years they've been doing it, but it's the second year I've been there. And I, I had a lovely time just as I did the first year. This year, of course, I was shamelessly promoting my book, Misery Banana, Very Short Stories Inspired by Old Games and Not Thoughts, on sale wherever you like to get your books. That's Misery Banana. Very short stories inspired by old games and odd thoughts. On sale now. So I had a table at the, at the, uh, in the vendor hall. Autographed my book for people, uh, including Ferris Bueller. Um, I, I really did. I asked somebody who I could make their book uh, autograph out to, and they said Ferris Bueller. So uh, I'm surprised I didn't recognize the guy. Yeah, but, you know, I, I know you've been, you haven't been feeling so great, Ferris. So just know that everyone here at the podcast is pulling for you. That's a Ferris Bueller's Day Off reference, because uh, I'm hip. Uh, so yeah, so I got to sign some books. Um, I even had my other book, In the St. Nick of Time, uh, A Sort of Santa Claus Story for Adults, also on sale wherever you like to get your books. I apparently am in shameless self-promotion mode today. I, I talked up the podcast, of course. My wife, Jill, who has made it a rule never to appear on this podcast, and for the most part, she has pretty much stuck to it. Uh, she was there, too. She was selling uh, homemade sort of uh, pop culture blankets, baby blankets, or pet blankets, 
bibs, uh, that kind of thing, uh, with superheroes and video game stuff and um, all sorts of stuff like that. Those were very popular. We did well there. But the downside of that, I mean, we got to see uh, we got to see a lot of uh, good people watching in the vendor hall. We got to see the costume contest. We were right next to practically the stage, so we could really hear the music. Uh, we were right next to the Ghostbusters car. Um, the uh, I, I think it was one of the Wisconsin Ghostbuster clubs had um, created this extremely lifelike looking Ghostbusters Ecto-1. And we were positioned right next to it, which was good. Because a lot of people came to look at the car and take pictures and things. And then they had to look at our booth. So that was good. Got to see Ernie Hudson. He was no more than 20 feet away. I totally had a brain freeze and forgot to go to his Q&A session. By the time I realized I should check to see when that is, it was already over. So that was a bummer. When I started saying before, the downside to going and working in the vendor hall is you miss a lot of stuff. I missed Ernie Hudson. I missed Butch Patrick. Ernie, not Ernie, what's his name? Henry Munster? I don't know, the little Munster kid from the Munsters in the 60s. Eddie Munster, I think that's his name, right? I missed him. Ted DiBiase was there on Sunday. Uh, I'm not really a wrestling, pro wrestling guy, so I guess I didn't miss much there. But you know, they had all sorts of other stuff. We did walk around a little bit. Got to talk to Brian Colon a bit. That was nice. Uh, Henry and Sophie and I did go play some pinball. That was fun. Oh, they had a gorgeous-looking Ghostbusters pinball machine. Uh, they didn't have a price tag on that one. They had a Star Trek The Next Generation one, which was really cool, too. And it could be mine for only $4,200. As one of my kids pointed out, I don't remember which one it was, but one of them pointed out that if you say it as 4200 instead of 4200 it doesn't sound like as much. Um, but, shocker, I couldn't convince Jill to let me have the money. So I did not bring home or have shipped home a pinball machine, much to my dismay. Let's see what else. Let me look at my notes here. Uh, so, so yeah, so when you work the vendor hall, you miss a lot of stuff that's going on. Yeah, and I don't really know what to do about that other than obviously just don't get a table in the vendor hall. Just go do other stuff. And I could, but, but I really like having a, a base from which I can talk to people about the podcast or about the books that I'm selling. Um, you know, that maybe that's sort of self-serving of, of me, but, but I do have a podcast that I want people to know about. So, I don't know. I'll think about that for next year. The trip was pretty good. It was The weather was great going up there on the Sunday, just as it did last year. It snowed. Uh, last year was worse. We got, there were several inches on the ground. That was really unpleasant, getting out of Milwaukee. This year wasn't that bad. It, it snowed, I don't know what the total was in Milwaukee, maybe a few inches. I'm not even sure it was that much. And it wasn't really sticking all that bad uh, to the road. And it was mostly just wet, so it wasn't a big deal. But it looked sort of ominous for a while Sunday afternoon, uh, you know, making one worry a little bit what it was going to be like to get up. But it turned out not to be a big deal. It was okay. We stayed again at the lovely Hilton Grand Hotel. That's what it's called. Not a sponsor of this podcast, but Hilton... If you would like, we can work you in somehow. Friday night when we got there, as always, it was sensory overload. The place is huge. Freaks my kids out a little bit. Especially when we have to get on the elevator up to like the 18th floor. Um, which, by the way, you can't do with one elevator. You have to take one elevator to the lobby. Then you have to take another elevator to get, if you want to go to certain floors. Then you have to take a different elevator to get to the floors above that. Which worries my kids a bit. But we lived, so I guess it wasn't too bad. But yeah, Friday night, I don't... I think the same thing happened last year, too. There was some sort of huge party going on, at least one. 
involving people in formal wear, tuxes and, and fancy dresses. Maybe it was prom. I don't know. They looked a little older than prom kids, but I, I don't know. I, I'm getting old. Maybe everyone just looks uh, young to me uh, or old to me or uh, I don't know. I'm still very tired because um, it's only a day out from from uh, the classic, so uh, I'm rambling a bit. Oh, just as I was the first year, uh, walking around the uh, the lobby of the hotel, I don't know what the name of the bar is, but there's a gorgeous-looking bar that has apparently one whole wall with bottles of whiskey on it. I imagine it's super expensive uh, to go in there, and I probably wouldn't belong, but it makes me sad. Uh, you know, I'm in there with my kids, so I can't really go sit in a bar, but it just looks like a really cool place to sit. Even more cool, when you go over by the elevators in the lobby to get up to the rooms, there's a, a, a an executive lounge that is so exclusive, it has a locked door on it. You need like a special code or special permission or something to get in there. I want to know what goes on in there. If anyone listening happens to have been in there for some reason, let me know. Millie. So apparently, there's a dog. The hotel has its own mascot. Uh, her name is Millie. I saw the stuffed animals over by the concierge desk that they were selling. And I thought, oh, okay, well, that's kind of weird. But it turns out there's an actual dog that's based on it. It's a, a, a golden doodle. You know, one of those weird Frankenstein dogs that they, they make from a golden retriever and a poodle. And my kids actually got to meet Millie. They went back Saturday sometime. They went back to the hotel um, I think to get something from the room and, and hit up Starbucks. By the way, Starbucks, not a sponsor of this podcast, but if you would like to be, uh, you know, send me an email. Uh, AtariBytes2016 at gmail.com. But while they were over there wandering through the lobby, uh, Millie and her handler, uh, Mrs. Hilton, I guess, I, I don't know who it was, um, was there. And you could, like, go up and pet Millie. So they did. And that's a thing you can do. And she has a schedule, apparently. Like, she's there on Saturdays and Tuesdays, and, uh, I don't know, has every other holiday off or something. I'm not sure what her schedule is, but she has a legit, actual work schedule. Uh, and that's a thing I didn't know from last year, so uh, it was a learning experience. Uh, what else, uh, under the category of things I didn't know, they have a gift shop, which I actually didn't know until this year. And in that gift shop, what do they sell? Underwear. That's right. Um, they have, you know... Uh, gum and uh, candy and, well, I was going to say newspapers. I guess I'm not even sure they had newspapers. But by golly, they had underwear. Uh, you could buy a, you know, a pack of tidy whities um, You could even buy a necktie if you wanted. Uh, and I think that would be a super awesome look. Um, I think next year, I'm not going to pack any clothes. You know, you know, cars gets pretty full of stuff anyway. My, my family stuff, assuming they go with me next year. Uh, my podcasting stuff, uh, I'll probably have books to sell next year. Um, you know, it gets pretty crowded, so I don't think I'll pack a suitcase. I'll pack a toothbrush. But uh, And then when I get there, I'm just going to buy some tidy whities and a necktie. So, if you're in the vendor hall at Midwest Gaming Classic in 2020, you just might want to avert your eyes. Because uh, while I do exercise, I don't work out enough to make that look good. But I might do it anyway. If anyone would like to join me in the Tidy Whitey and Necktie Club, uh, just let me know. But for God's sakes, don't send me pictures. Let's see. I mentioned that I sold a book to Ferris Bueller. That was cool. Hang in there, Ferris. Uh, I mentioned the pinball. I don't know what that note means. 
I got to see the Pie Factory guys. Uh, that's always fun. Sean and Jim are great. Um, and they were great as always. They gave away uh, an Ed Ladin, a big fancy Ed Ladin controller. I was jealous. Um, turns out I would have had to beat like 185,000 points on Robotron. And uh, yeah, there was no way I was going to do that. But I'm happy about it anyway because uh, Andrew, who is uh, just an awesome person, fan of this show, uh, which isn't why he's awesome, although it certainly helps. Um, just a good dude, and he actually he won it. So good for you, Andrew. Uh, if you're listening, and I suspect you probably are, it was great to see you at the Classic. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't get to hang out more. It was nice to see your brother again, too. That was cool. You were at the after party. It was one of the things I didn't go to. I know some people went to the after party, uh, and I was not one of them. Maybe I'll try and do that next year. Um, but by the time I get make my kids sit at the table all day, and then you know the vendor hall closes up, and I get them fed, uh, and then everyone, including, frankly, me, is pretty much just ready to go to bed. So, because we got to do it all over again the next day. But who knows? Like I said, I may take a different approach next year and uh, try to do some things that I haven't done previously. The fans, yeah. I, I had a number of people come up, and I'd start to give them my pitch. But, yeah, well, I host a show called Atari Biots, and, and I you know I, I write a short story every week about the about the games, and they stop me in the middle, and they're like, yeah, I, I know, I, I listen to you all the time. Um, and that's cool. I, 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 I want to meet the fans, so that's awesome. I met a nice lady. Uh, I, I, I don't remember her name. I apologize, nice lady, if you're listening. And I hope that I don't embarrass you. But you were pretty free with this information, so I, I doubt that I will. Um, a nice lady. She was one of the vendors. Saturday morning, as everybody's setting up, she was kind of uh, wandering around, you know, saying hi to people, which is cool. Um, it, it, to a person... Everyone I've met both years I've been at Midwest Gaming Classic has been super friendly. Uh, and that's awesome. Because I think um, gamers and, or anyone who's you know heavy into a particular cultural thing. I really want to say nerds here, but I won't. And if I did, just remember I'd be counting myself in that category. So um, you know, there's a reputation that, of being kind of standoffish and... and exclusory and, and that kind of thing but I didn't experience that at all either year um, that I've been at Midwest Gaming Classic so that's cool um, to wit this young lady that I met by young lady I mean younger than me I don't know how old she is I was going around she had one of the booths uh, she was wearing a tail which Henry spotted first of all before we, we ever met her she came over she was chatting and uh, showing, she had some pictures on her phone of some of her costumes and things. She was showing the kids. Um, I forget now what the costume was. Maybe it was a Pokemon thing? I don't remember. She didn't have, like, the full costume on that day. She was just wearing a tail. But she had some pictures of her other costumes. And, uh, and so we're chatting a bit, and she's kind of getting uh, uh, antsy to go. I mean, we weren't keeping her there necessarily, but she clearly she was ready to go. And she felt compelled to explain, uh, I have Crohn's disease. Do you know what that is? Uh, she said to me, and, and then she bolted. And I was like, all right, I understand. So I tell that story just to, you know, hit home with the idea that Midwest Gaming Classic folks are very open and very friendly. So uh, I hope you're doing well, uh, tail lady, whose name I don't remember. And I apologize for that. I almost bought Loose Cart for Lost Luggage, which is a game I've heard a lot about, but I've never bought. It's a good price, but it had a huge sticker 
uh, right all across the, the art on the front. The art wasn't art per se. It was just, uh, I think it was just a lettering. I don't think it was a picture or anything, but still. Uh, it was like covering practically the whole front. So I said, nah. I decided, nah, I'm not going to do that. Henry picked up a Mattel Electronics Basketball 2 handheld game. That was kind of fun. It even had a battery in it that worked. Bought a Tiny Space Invaders miniature arcade cabinet. In addition to Tail Lady, I saw no less than three guys with fake birds on their shoulders. Uh, I don't know what the story was there. One of them had a little uh, wire attached to it that he could make it move. If anyone knows what the significance of the fake bird on the shoulder is, let me know. Hey, Henry's here. What are you talking about? I'm doing my my Midwest Gaming Classic wrap-up episode. What does that say? I can't read it. It's just my notes. How do, do you, you read that? I've gotten used to it. What uh, what was your favorite thing at the uh, the thing in Milwaukee this week? My butt. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, and you guys want him to be on the show more often. That'll teach you. Uh, Here, get a little closer. Um... Uh, what was the question? What was your favorite thing this weekend in Milwaukee? Um. He's thinking stuff really that hard. I got to do that's not boring. Like what? The stuff that's not boring. Well, can you be a little more specific? Do you like playing pinball? I told him about the cool pinball machines we played on. That, my tablet, and watching videos on my phone. That's. Yeah, unfortunately, you, you had to sit at the table a lot, so there wasn't a whole lot to do there. For, se- for 10 hours on Saturday, and for 7 hours on Sunday. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not fair. Yeah, we got to see the guy from Ghostbusters, though. That was cool. And the Ghostbusters car, that was cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Music was annoying. Well, the music got pretty loud, because we were there a long time. But the people were nice, right? We met that lady with the tail. Yeah. Yeah. She was nice. She's too nice. I think she's a Canadian. You think she's a Canadian? Canadians Why? are too nice. Canadians are too nice? Yeah. If we have any Canadians listening, please let me know if that's true. Let's see what else. We, um... Talked about stuff. Yeah? But most of it was boring. And we, we ate a lot. And, I don't know, anything else you want to tell them about your time at, in Milwaukee? My butt. All right. Are you going to go again next year? I guess if I put you in the car, you're going to go. But yeah. Are you, to. are you looking forward to going next year? If not, boring. All right. Henry has thrown down the gauntlet, Midwest Gaming Classic 2020. It better not be boring. Right? No, not, not, I'm 100% sure it's going to be boring. It's not going to be boring. It'll this be awesome. Week. You know why it'll... You know why? Nine and a half, not like, like like fifteen, like fifteen hours, like fifteen and a half hours of a total of seventeen hours were boring. You know why it won't be boring? Because you and me will be there. We'll shake that place up. We were both there this year, but <laughs> we're still boring. All right, well, you're you're harshing my mellow, dude. You're bringing me down. I'm bored. You're bored now? No. Well, go to bed. No. I'm not <laughs> bored now. All right. Let's see. What else? So, in summary, I had a good time. Missed out on some of the celebrity guests. Look who's here. 
Oh, hi, Bug. Henry just brought Bug over, my other occasional co-host. Bug, what do you have to say about this? Bug is also very tired, just like the rest of us, because uh, she went to the doggy hotel for the weekend. And What do you have to say about that, Bug? She apparently partied it up pretty good, because she's pretty exhausted. What do you have to say about that? That right. deep, Bug. All right. Well... Throughout the day, the two days we were there, uh, I, I, you know, basically morning, afternoon, and in the evenings, I recorded little journal entries. You know, it was kind of the, summarizing the mood and, and immediate reactions at that time. So I think after the break, uh, I'll play you some of those. The similar stuff we've talked about here tonight already in the first half of the show, but just know that it was in the moment uh, sort of immediate reactions. So I think after the break, I'll play you some of those. And then we will close the books on Midwest Gaming Classic 2019. If you guys have any thoughts about Midwest Gaming Classic 2019, or any other year, send me an email, ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. It is 8.50 on Saturday. The vendor hall is just about to open to the preview audience. The books are set up. The really old, cheapy cartridges I have to sell are set up. The blankets, the bibs are set up. And I'm here. And Henry's here, which you probably couldn't hear because the room is kind of noisy already. And I'm here. There he is. You can hear me. Are you excited, Henry? For what? <laughs> For the uh, Midwest Gaming Classic to start. Uh, yeah, be a little louder, buddy. Uh, sure. You probably couldn't hear that either, but he said, sure. No, I oh, said, look, Sophie's said, here too. Sure. You gotta lean in, Sophie. Hi. Are you excited? She's thinking about it? Yes. All right. What are you most excited about, you guys? Sure. The food. The food? There's a whole room full of cool pop culture stuff to look at and buy. The purple llama. There are, this whole building is full of games to play, and you're excited about the food? And the purple llama. And the purple llama. It'll be a mystery for you guys to figure out what that is. Oh, okay. There's a vendor selling stuffed animals, including a purple llama. More about the purple llama later. We gotta get ready to do this thing. <coughs> Just a quick midday update. Uh, the music has stopped for a couple of minutes. You can still probably hear the noise all around. Vendor Hall is very busy, uh, selling some books, talking about the podcast. So far, it's going pretty well. What do you think, Sophie? Uh, it's very loud. It is very loud, but the music stopped for a little while. That's good. That's good. What's been your favorite part so far? The pizza. Yeah, we had some pretty good pizza for lunch from uh, Ian's Pizza by the Slice, who is not a sponsor of this podcast, but if they would like to be, we could probably make that happen. Uh, We got a good spot here in the vendor hall. I didn't mention this morning. We're right next to the Ghostbusters car, and uh, so far Sophie's been too afraid to go ask to take a picture with some of the Ghostbusters. Um, I missed the presentation. Ernie Hudson was here earlier. Uh, from Ghostbusters and many other things, doing a Q&A, and I missed it. But he's supposed to be back to do a, a, a judge of the costume contest later, so maybe we'll get to say hi. 
later. Yeah, really. So, Henry, you want to say anything? Say hi. 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 Uh, he's busy playing video games on his phone. Yeah, very getting in, getting into the spirit of things. So, all right. Well, that's good for now. Bye. Be back later. Okay, it's Saturday night, day one of Midwest Gaming Classic 2019 is over. Waiting for room service to come, because that's how we party at the end of day one of Midwest Gaming Classic. Because everybody's tired. Are you tired, Henry? No. Alright, everybody except Henry is tired. Let's see, what did we do since the last journal entry? Uh, we saw a Ghostbuster. Ernie Hudson was here, he was like 20 feet away from us taking pictures. Got some good pictures. Sophie got her picture taken with a bunch of uh, pretend Ghostbusters. That was cool. I got to hold one of the thingies. You're going to have to be a little clearer about that, Sophie. Uh, the zappy things. Oh, the Ghostbusters, uh, blast. It's not a blaster. They have a name for it. The thing they shoot the ghosts with. Brown ghosts ghost with. Thing. What? Plasma something? I don't know. Whatever it's called, Sophie got to hold it. And let's see what else do we do. Henry picked up a Mattel Electronics Basketball 2 game. That's pretty cool. Yes, Sophie? We watched a costume contest. And we watched a costume contest. We did not win the costume contest. Um, what else did we do? Got nachos. Got nachos. That was fun. Um. You got a poster signed by Brian. What's thank name? you. I totally forgot to mention. I saw Brian Tolan again. You all know who Brian is, of course, from Ram, uh, from uh, Game Refuge, uh, designer, co-designer, um, all-around game development legend. Um, I've met him a bunch of times. He's always very nice. But today I finally got around to getting something signed. He signed a Rampage poster for me. That was very cool. Hold on. What? Ghost. Henry's... Oh, how do you spell ghost? G-H-O-S-T. Henry's looking something up for us. And let's see. Does Jill have anything she'd like to say for our journal entry? He's busy. Alright. Alright. Well, I guess that's about... Oh, I got interviewed about the book. That was fun. And I think that's about it for now. We're going to go eat and rest and get ready for day two. <coughs> Addendum to the earlier journal entry. Henry tells me that the blaster thingy is a proton blaster. Is that what it's called? Alright, I knew you'd all be wondering that. <coughs> Sunday morning, day two. The vendor hall just opened a few minutes ago. Everyone's walking around slightly zombie-like. Everyone's tired, including the Atari Bytes crew. And we're going to sell some books today. Alright, that's it for now. Sorry, that last update for Sunday morning was slightly truncated because people were poking me 
so that I would look at our Albert Einstein walking through the vendor hall. I'm pretty sure not the original Albert Einstein, but, you know, anything can happen at MGC. Who else will we see today? Mid-afternoon Sunday. It's a little quieter today. It's a little snowy outside, so I don't know if that's keeping the attendance down. Uh, we took a little break, played some Popeye pinball. How was that, Sophie? I'm so good at it. Sophie was pretty good at it. Henry was pretty good at it, too. Now he's playing his handheld little uh, Space Invaders keychain. Boo! That was him. He was going boo. You probably hear some of the noise in the background. People milling around. Um, everyone's stopping to look at the Ghostbusters car, so we're still in a good spot. Yeah, a couple more hours to go. Uh, and then Midwest Gaming Classic 2019 will be over. And I can take a nap. See ya. Actual audio footage of me playing Tiny Handheld Space Invaders Arcade. And that's our show. My thanks to Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com for Creative Commons use of his songs. Take a chance. Reformat in Pinball Spring. Thanks to Mike Mann for the Mad Mike Hughes update theme. And thanks to Sean Courtney for the story time theme, which you didn't actually hear this week. You can find show notes for the podcast at ataribytes.libson.com. You can email the show at ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. Like the show on our Facebook page. Follow the show on Twitter at ataribytes. Or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee. And, of course, check out our occasional weirdness on Instagram as well. And, of course, you can leave us a voicemail. Jim did it. You can do it, too. Just call 563-265-1978 and leave us a message. You can listen to Atari Bytes wherever fine podcasts are sold, distributed, or foisted upon you like so many flyers from politicians in an election year. But remember always to come back to iTunes and leave a review there because it's like a it's like a a virtual vendor hall where we have a little table. And by leaving a review, you're putting a big spotlight on that table. Or something. Um, you can also support the show financially, and please consider doing that on the Atari Bytes Patreon page. And also consider stopping by the AB underscore pod underscore store on Zazzle.com to pick up uh, Atari Bytes shirts, mugs, that kind of thing. Uh, links to all of that in the show notes. If you have time, go check out my other podcast. It's a podcast, Charlie Brown. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month where we talk about anything and everything in the Peanuts universe. You like Snoopy, you know you do. Go check that podcast out and tell your Snoopy-loving friends to do the same. All right, next time on Atari Bites, Grand Prix. That's right, no mediocre Prix for you, folks. We've got the Grand Prix. So until next time, go play some old games. They've missed you.
Oh, oh, oh.